the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We were made to know our maker. Any less will always be just that. Less. Welcome to Core Truth Radio, a radio ministry of Core Church Los Angeles with pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn. Pastor Steve will be teaching the Word of God with truth from the Bible. For more information, go to corechurchla.org. That's corechurchla.org. Now here's Pastor Steve with today's Core Truth. Hey, we're picking up in this study that I entitled... Taking notice, let's pick up and read again, Exodus chapter 1, picking in verse 8. It says, now a new king arose over Egypt, and he did not know Joseph. Oh, yeah, really? Do you read history? Verse 9, he said to his people, behold, the people of the sons of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come, let us deal wisely with them, or else they will multiply, and in the event of war, they will also join themselves to those who hate us and fight against us and depart from our land. Verse 11, so they appointed taskmasters over them to afflict them with hard labor, and they built for Pharaoh storage cities, Pithom and Ramesses. Verse 12, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied, and the more they spread out, so that they were in dread of the sons of Israel. The Egyptians compelled the sons of Israel to labor in dread uh, rigorously, and they made their lives bitter with hard labor and mortar and bricks at all kinds of labor in the field all their labor, which they rigorously imposed on them. Wow, so you look at the glory of Egypt that it once was, the pyramids and everything, that was all built on the backs of God's people. Well, this new king, it says, he arose in Egypt. He's the new pharaoh. He's the man in charge. And he didn't know Joseph. Have you lost your mind? This is what happens when you wipe out your history of a country, and that's exactly what America's doing today. This is a stretch, because it might be said better, he chose not to remember his history. He chose not to remember Joseph. Joseph was a legend in the land of Egypt, for it was Joseph that saved the superpower from total extinction from the seven years of famine. But like they say... Out of sight, out of mind. So that's what's happening here again in America. We are rewriting our own history books. We are wiping the slate clean of any mention of God. Yet it's not as easy as just excommunicating God from our government. 
Yes, we have wiped the walls clean of the Ten Commandments, of any crosses, of any and all Bible verses, or ruling that nobody can pray in an open forum. But the problem is starting to blow up in our faces as we leave the biblical standards of living that this country was founded on. As we allow every person to do what is right in his own eyes or his own mind by washing all standards away and allowing this political correctness to rule. And we see our own country dying from within around us. Are we not seeing it happen that way? There's no more clear standards anymore. Sin is now an accepted lifestyle on so many bizarre levels now. Our culture has a boom in therapy now because we've drifted from God, we've drifted from his word. Now therapy is what everyone has now. And it's people are medicating their problems with drugs and alcohol. We have a pot dispensary just right across the street here, just catty corner to us, and they're lined all throughout the city of LA. And it's like pot dispensaries all across our country now because people are trying to deal with the emptiness in their hearts. You know, you go to Ralph's now, the Ralph's by my house, it's like it used to be like you'd have like one lane of alcohol alcohol in the grocery store. Now there's like five lanes in the house. It's just row after row after row of wine and alcohol, hard liquor. Why? Because people are trying to medicate themselves with all the emptiness that's in their lives. And what also comes with all of this is strained relationships. We have free love and sex now here in America, drifting farther and farther away from what God said. What did God say? God never said no to sex. He just said, wait for sex. Abstain from a sexual relationship until you come into a covenant relationship with that person for the rest of your life. So he says, look, I created sex for your pleasure not just to make babies, but I have rules on this. And when you read in Leviticus 18, God lays out the rules. And what does he say? You know what? I made this sex, but guess what? You can't sleep with a cow. You can't sleep with a sheep. You can't sleep with your mother. You can't sleep with your dad. You can't sleep with your mother's sister. You can't sleep with your dad's brother. You can't sleep with your brother. You can't sleep with your sister. So he lays out rules. You can't sleep with the someone of the same sex. So he lays out these rules. Now, again, we take God and we say, oh, that's so archaic now, and we don't want to do that. Okay, so what do we get when we take God and we put everything aside? Now we have skyrocketing sexually transmitted diseases of every kind form some that are incurable thousands of people now are pregnant when they don't want to be pregnant unwanted pregnancy so what does that lead to abortion we've murdered like 62 million babies in america alone all legally because that's what we do here and many strained relationships and then for those that are in a marriage Because we drifted away from God's word, how do you make a marriage work? One out of every two marriages ends up in divorce now, as they have completely disregarded what God has established in his word. So that's why when we want to know how a marriage is supposed to work, and if you're having difficulties in your marriage, we must be willing to do what God, the creator of marriage, the one who instituted the institution, 
what he says to do. Yes, America can pretend that God no longer exists. We only listen to science now. We don't even listen to science anymore. Or America can create our own God, a God that allows you to do whatever you want to do with no standard or rules. But when we do this, progressive Christians, I'm a progressive Christian. Oh, really? That means that you're not a Christian at all. Because a progressive Christian will say, well, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Bible. Do you believe in all the Bible? Well, I don't believe in that part of the Bible. And I don't believe in that part of the Bible. And I don't believe in this part of the Bible. And come on, this is the 21st century. We can all do what we do. And, you know, we can live with each other. We can have sex. We can do this. It's like, you know, but I'm a Christian. It's like, no, you're not a Christian. Newsflash. It's all or nothing. You either come in and you take it all or you don't. And people don't want to hear that. But that is the truth of God's word. Yes, American can pretend that God no longer exists. And we can create our own God, a God that allows us to do whatever. But when we do this, we will always have to pay a price for that decision. And the price comes in many forms. How does it come? Guilt. It comes in shame. It comes in dissatisfaction. It comes in emptiness inside. Why? Because we were made to know our maker. We were made to know him. Any less will always be just that, less. If you don't come to God with everything that he says, it will be less for you. It will be less fulfillment. I'm a Christian, but you'll have less. Less happiness, less hope, less joy. Yes, Our own conscience knows the truth. The word of God is not always what you want to hear, but it is always what you need to hear. And wouldn't you rather just know the truth? It might not be what you want to hear, but at least it's your truth. At least you can say, okay, well, you gave it to me the way it's supposed to be. And that's why we all play such a vital role in reaching this lost world. You and me play a vital role with this hope of heaven. It's like if we as Christians are not speaking the voice of reason to people that are living in this world around us that are lost, we are doing a disservice as Christians to those around us. But getting back to our text here, they chose to forget what God had done for their country, Egyptians. They had forgot what God had done for Egypt. They chose to forget their own history. Make no mistake about it. They were not just forgetting Joseph. It was so much more and bigger than that. They chose to forget how the God of creation saved them from total extinction. Verse 11 said that they appointed taskmasters to afflict the Hebrews. That word afflict in the Hebrew language, it means they made them bend. We're going to make you bend before us. Kind of sounds like the rules we're putting out here now in America. We're going to make you bend. We're going to bend you over to do what we want you to do. They oppressed them is what it means. They humiliated them. They wanted to break them. They wanted to break their spirit. But notice what happened in verse 12. The more they afflicted them, the more they oppressed them, the more that they made them bend down, the more the Hebrews multiplied in numbers. This isn't working the way they wanted it to work. This is the crazy thing about hardship. It's God's tool to mold us into what God desires us to be. Nobody likes hardship, but it's God's tool. 
It's God's way of getting our eyes off of ourselves and making us more like him. Let me read to you this quote by Alan Redpath. He's a famous pastor. He's gone on to be with the Lord now. But he said this quote, circumstances which we've resented, situations which we have found desperately difficult have all been the means in the hands of God of driving the nails into the self-life which so easily complains. Hmm. It was Jerry Bridges that said this quote, for the believer, all pain has meaning. Did you get that? To a believer, all pain has meaning. All adversity is profitable. There is no question that adversity is difficult. Yes, it is. It usually takes us by surprise. Yes, it does. And it seems to strike when we're the most vulnerable. Yes. To us, it often appears completely senseless and irrational. But to God, None of it is either senseless or irrational. God has a purpose in every pain. God brings or allows in our lives. We can be sure that in some way, God intends it for our profit and his glory, In quote. The very thing that you think is going to break you, the thing that you think is going to stomp you in the ground, the thing that you think is going to crush you, is the very thing that God uses in our lives to mold and to shape us into something much more than we would have ever been on our own. I think about all the difficulty and hardship that me and my wife have gone through over the course of 42 years of marriage. I can think back 10, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, like, oh my goodness, how did we get through that? And how did we get through that? And if I could have my way, I would take that out and take that out and take that out. But if I take those chapters out, then I'm no longer the person that going through that fire has made me. That refining work would have been all lost then. So God has a purpose in all things. Listen, if you're struggling here today, if you're in a difficult situation here today, my heart goes out to you because no one likes to be in those times. You just want to cry out, why me? Why this? Why now? If hardship has encamped around your heart here today, If suffering has seized your soul, please listen. Know this. God will help you through. God will never leave you alone. But while on this path of pain, learn the lesson in this time of darkness. Learn what needs to be learned. Humble yourself before the Lord. Say, God, what do you want me to learn in this? Let me me learn the lesson here. Seek him and draw close to him in this season of your life. Understand, we are never closer to the Lord than in times of great hardship and difficulty. You're never closer. Why? Because you don't know what to do and you're sitting at the foot of the cross. You're like, God, I'm not gonna let go of you until, until, until you get me out of this. See, when you're on the beach in Tahiti and you're waiting for the surf to come in, that's not when you're thinking great deep things of of life. That's not when God is leading you down these spiritual paths of growth. But it's when you're challenged, when you're being cooked in the fire, when you're crying out to God, that's when you're the closest to him. Which brings up our final point, fearing God. Let's read what happens next here. Picking up in chapter 1, verse 15. 
Then the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was Shiprah, and the other one was named Pua, which, of course, most people think that these were Egyptian women that were helping the, uh, they were midwives to the Hebrew women. Verse 16, and he said, when you are helping the Hebrew women to give birth, to see them upon the birth stool, if it's a son, this is the king, this is Pharaoh talking to these midwives, then you shall put him to death. But if it's a daughter, then she shall live. We'll make her a slave to clean our toilets. Okay. Verse 17. But the midwives, they feared God. And they did not do as the king of Egypt had commanded them, but let the boys live. Verse 18. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives again. And he said to them, why have you done this thing and let the boys live? And the midwife said to Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not like these spoiled little brat Egyptian women. I'm sorry, I put the spoiled little brat in there, okay? It's not like the little foo-foo Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and they give birth before the midwife can get to them. So God was good to the midwives and the people multiplied and became very mighty. Because the midwives feared God, he established households for them. Then Pharaoh commanded all the people saying, every son who is born, you are to cast into the Nile River and every daughter you are to keep alive. So the law was out. The mandate is down. There was a line that was drawn in the sand. Actually, two lines were drawn. First, we have Pharaoh saying, kill all the baby boys. He's drawing first blood here. Here, note to self, don't ever draw first blood with God. Don't ever do that. Remember what Jesus said. He says, anyone who comes up against one of my little ones, it would be better for them to have a millstone tied around their neck and thrown into the depth of the ocean. Now imagine a light millstone would weigh two, 300 pounds. So imagine if we walked you down to the end of Santa Monica Pier and we had you there and we chained a chain around your neck and then we had a 300 pound millstone there and we knocked the millstone over the edge of the pier and you just went right in after it. Let's just say it wouldn't be good for you, okay? So Jesus said it would be better for you if you had the millstone and thrown into the depth of the sea. You don't draw first blood with God's people. You don't do that. And so here you have Pharaoh. He's saying, kill the baby boys. He's drawing that line. And the people of Egypt will regret going down this road. The people of Egypt will regret. It was Adolf Hitler that said, we're going to kill these Jews. And the people of Germany went along with it. That country was completely destroyed. And the people had to go to the death camps and actually bury those that were there that died and were ready to die. Yes, it's never a good thing. There will be a heavy price to pay for this decision. For God made a promise to Abraham and to all of his descendants. God told Abraham back in Genesis 12, 3, I will bless those who bless my people and I will curse those who curse them. Every nation, every people group that has ever cursed the Jews throughout all of human history, they have all paid a huge price that have ever come against God's people. 
But there was a second line that was drawn in the sand. Yeah, Pharaoh drew first blood and he drew a line, but there was a second line drawn and that was by the midwives. And they said, we will not listen to you. I don't care what law you pass. We will not listen to you. No can do. These Egyptian women, they feared God. Their names were Shifra, which means beauty, and Pua, which means splendor. And what beauty and splendor they brought to the women of Israel. They turned their back on the law that was made by Pharaoh because the law of God is a higher law. We as Christians should be the most law-abiding citizens that there are. That's right. We claim taxes that we shouldn't be claiming. We claim everything, everything out there. We're not going to cheat on our taxes. We should be the most honest, law-abiding citizens that are there on the face of the planet. Unless, unless, of course, the law that is made undermines God's law. That's when you don't follow that law. And they were having nothing to do with killing these babies. And we must do the same. Listen to what Peter said when he was told never to speak the name of Jesus again. You are not to speak this name ever again. Peter said in Acts 5.29, he says, we must obey God rather than man. We don't know who you are, but we're not going to listen to you. We're going to listen to God instead. And listen to what Jesus said in Luke twelve four. He says, I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. Don't be afraid of the governing authorities around you who can literally kill you. And they have no more that they can do. But I warn you whom to fear. Fear the one who, after he has killed, has authority to cast you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Fear God over man. Because the worst that can happen to me is man can kill me, and then I go to heaven. You know, I have to just say, I took so much flack about staying open during COVID from so many people. And you know who those people were? Christians. Many of the Christians that came to this church that will not come here anymore because I stayed open during COVID. And it's just like I took flack, not from heathens, not from pagans, from Christians. Don't you know, brother, it says in Romans chapter 13 that we're to obey the laws of the land. Yes, and every woman is to obey her husband and submit to her. But if that husband comes home and says, hey, sweetie, we're running a little short on the house payment. So I want you to go down the street and rob the bank, okay? You know, you can just go ahead and, you know, just take a gun in there, a machete, whatever, you know, but uh, go rob the bank. That woman no longer has to submit to her husband. You only submit to your husband as unto the Lord. But if your husband asks you to do something ungodly, if he asks you to do something that's immoral, he asks you to do something that's against the law, you can say, and no. Here, what rhymes with your own starts with N? No, Okay. It's like, you don't have to submit to that. And a Christian doesn't have to submit to the law that is telling them that they cannot fellowship. Oh, it was, it was experiential. You, like you had to have, you know, being able to go to the pot store stayed open, Home Depot stayed open, all these other places open, but, it, but church is not essential. It's like, really? Yes, and suicide rate has like what quadrupled since COVID it's like no church is essential so we we do what we follow God's law 
over every single law. These Egyptian women made the right choice. Amen. And notice how God blessed them. In verse 21, it said that God provided houses for them. They must have been booted out of their jobs, but God provided for them. Yet God blessed them for doing what was right. But Pharaoh's not done. First, he tried to break God's people with hardship and affliction. Yet they rose up stronger. Then he tried to have the midwives kill the babies, but they embraced God as their savior instead. Now he turns to his own people and tells all the Egyptians, if you see a Hebrew male baby, just throw that baby in the Nile River. Well, the Bible says that there's a God of this world, like small g. He's not really a God. He's just a fallen angel, and it's Satan. Jesus said in John 10, 10, I came to give you life and life abundantly. But Satan came to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he was trying to do here, and that's what he's going to continue to try to do. But God has called us to give us life. And he is the divine deliverer. We're going to see the divine deliverer will always deliver his people. Amen. Thanks for joining us for Core Truth Radio. You've been listening to pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. If you'd like to hear more messages by Pastor Steve, download the Core Church Los Angeles free app. Core Truth is sponsored by and is a listener-supported outreach of Core Church LA. If you've been blessed by this program, consider supporting our radio ministry by texting Core Church LA, all one word, to 77977. You can also give via our app and online at corechurchla.org. Or you can mail your support to P.O. Box 34789, Los Angeles, California, 90034. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.